on the Hill. Our very own Jamie Dupree with the latest news from D.C. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. There's a lot going on today as it relates to the House and the Senate and what they're going to do. We have the 20-some-odd governors now saying, no, we don't want these refugees, Syrian refugees in our states. Uh, Paul Ryan is saying that the president's compromising national security with the Syrian refugee program. And uh, here with the very latest from Washington is uh, our friend Jamie. Uh, what's going on there? Hey, Sean, uh, what we're going to have uh, later this week is a bill that will come to the floor of the House, probably a standalone measure that would put on hold the admission of Syrian refugees to the United States. That came out of a meeting that was presented by Speaker Ryan and other top Republicans to the rank and file at a closed-door meeting this morning at the Capitol. Uh, Republicans I interviewed today about the issue strongly backed the idea that Speaker Ryan had talked about, basically putting it on hold, a pause, however you want to describe it, with the Republicans from the leadership down to the rank and file, not all of them, but almost all of them arguing that it just makes sense, especially in the aftermath of the Paris attacks. Speaker Ryan's uh, basic quote today from his news conference, Sean, was, it's better to be safe and sorry. Now, the legislation itself has not been put together. Nothing's been issued. But the idea was it was presented to lawmakers that they would come up with something, vote on it before they go home for Thanksgiving, because they'll be in this week and then off next week, and, uh, and try to get that done before they go back to their districts. Obviously, like the tide of Republican governors, and frankly, there's one Democratic governor in there as well from New Hampshire, uh, that, that have said they don't want uh, the refugees coming. Uh, many Republicans want to go on the record on that. And that then dovetails into their criticism, of course, which is still standing, of the of, of the president's strategy vis-a-vis -vis the Islamic State. I mean, in a sense, you could almost argue, Sean, that uh, the, the vacuum has been filled a little by both the French and the Russians in recent days, as if you missed it, the Russians uh, formally announced today that, the, that they do think that it was a bomb that brought down that plane. So you've got two very big uh, terrorist attacks and just a couple of weeks by the Islamic State to deal with. You also have a bill in the Senate uh, proposed by Senator Rand Paul that would implement a mandatory waiting period for visas, require thorough background checks on any individual seeking asylum in the United States, wherever they may be coming from. Uh, yeah, there's the a number of those plans in circulating. David Vitter, the senator from Louisiana, who's also running for governor in his runoff, is this coming weekend. He's got a plan out there. In fact, he put up a web ad last night that tried to t tie the Democrat he's running against to the president and to the Syrian refugee issue. So it's one, I think, that the Republicans, not only do they believe in, but they think that uh, that uh, really that the momentum is on their side about. Now, again, I think we face the same sort of numbers situation where uh, a plan like this could certainly make it through the House of Representatives. But I don't detect, at least so far, Sean, I don't detect any, I mean, there might be a few uh, Democrats here and there who might support one of these Republican plans, but I don't detect any kind of rush uh, away from the administration on the Syrian refugee issue, as puzzling as that may be for Republicans. You know, with the president foursquare against it and making it very clear yesterday, so far, uh, I think that's holding Democrats in the Congress on this issue. Has there been any discussion of the fact that since the civil war in Syria erupted in 2011, that the United States has already accepted 2,184 yeah. Syrian refugees? That is the number. You're exactly yeah. correct. And, and a little over 2,000. And yeah. this, the, the plan that's out there now envisions another 10,000. And then when you get into the Democratic race for the White House, uh, you had in the debate the other night both Hillary Clinton and Martin O'Malley saying that they were in favor of allowing in up to 65,000. I don't think Bernie Sanders signed on to that uh, expressly at the debate. But yeah, there is, like I said, uh, I'm not seeing right now in the halls of Congress here, I am not seeing Democrats running away from the president on this issue. As of now, they seem to be sticking with him. So if a bill does come up later this week in the House, I would think it'd be pretty much at this 
this point in time be a party line vote, then the Senate could try to deal with it after the Thanksgiving break. Of the 2,184 Syrian refugees already admitted to the U.S., 2,098 are Muslim and only 53 are Christian. And that has become a point of contention. And, and the president pushed back on that yesterday. But I think the that, numbers tell a, a, a stark story. I think only one of those is it. What is it? The Yazidis. I think there's only one of them that's come into that's the correct. United States. You know, there's a lot of talk today in asking members, OK, what would you do differently on this situation? There's a lot of talk from Republicans about trying to establish some sort of, quote unquote, safe zone in Syria. Of course, that's a little difficult under the current situation. But, uh, you know, I, we still see that very strong divide. And we talked about it yesterday. The president was uh, very annoyed with reporters yesterday who kept pestering him at the uh, at his news conference after the end of the G20 summit in Turkey as to what other military measures he was going to take. Uh, and I listened in on Marco Rubio was here last night in D.C. doing an event, a Wall Street Journal-sponsored event. And Rubio, I think, sort of hit it on the head as to, you know, how you have to think of this. And that is, uh, this president got elected back in 2008. Whether you agree with it or not, it just, it, it sort of crystallizes it, I think, that he was elected in his mind to end the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and not start something new. And I do think that that kind of feeling really has uh, has convinced him not to go for any uh, major expansion of the U.S. military footprint vis-a-vis Syria. What is the reaction to the 25-plus governors and and one Democratic governor saying they do not want Syrian refugees? It appears that we're headed for a showdown. Yeah, I mean, uh, we could be headed for a showdown. I have to say, you know, sort of thinking about it, though, I, I don't, you know, look, I'm not a legal expert, but I don't really see where the governors have a legal standing in this to stop people from coming into their states. The federal government's the one in charge of uh, of, of admitting legal pe- people into the U.S. legally, and if they are here legally, they would then be able to travel around, it would seem, to go to any nonprofit group that wants to try to settle them, and I'm sure that there will be some uh, in, in states that where the governor has said uh, they don't want them and there will be some in states where uh, everybody has said it's okay. So I, I, th- I think that for a lot of Republican lawmakers, they back what their governors are doing if it's one of their home state governors, uh, but that's why they want to try to pass this bill in the Congress this week as well. You know, we've had so much talk about personal privacy issues and the fact that there's data mining about the government that went far beyond what the Patriot Act even called for. Remember, we had Jim Sensenbrenner on at the time discussing what the original intention was. It was to protect the privacy of individuals. With all of that said, This uh, attack has revealed something that most people didn't know was going on, and that is there is a way to game the system, a new technology, which allows people a program that deletes text for good as soon as they are read. And and secondly, that apparently they're able to use video games to create these isolated chat rooms, and and it's believed that that's the way the terror groups were communicating with each other to... To, to plan this attack. Yeah, two things on this. First, the CIA director talked about it yesterday publicly, where he said that, in a sense, the Islamic State operatives out there, they've noticed, the U.S. has, that they have uh, begun to have very good uh, you know, operational security and awareness. Uh, they are not using modes of communication that the U.S. can easily listen into or detect through the NSA or other uh, U.S. intelligence agencies. And so, in a sense, they are going dark, and this worries the intelligence community. The other political aspect to that is, remember, it was, it, even within Republican ranks, somewhat controversial when we had that extension of a few provisions of the Patriot Act that were expiring. Rand Paul and uh, and Ted Cruz on one side, Marco Rubio and some others on the, on the other, and Rubio last night took a shot at uh, both Cruz and Rand Paul about that. They've returned fire as well. But, you know, it, it is one of those things where there are some within the Republican Party who argue that you need these measures, even if some believe that they could be wrongly used by the government simply because of the terrorist threat. Yeah, some of the games, they're talking about you could use Game Boy consoles and other things. And PlayStation. And there's these programs. Yeah. You, and, you and I could, you and I could uh, get one of these apps 
and send texts to each other, and then in five seconds later, they just self-destruct and disappear. And as the CIA chief said, it makes it very, very difficult not only for U.S. intelligence, but any intelligence agency, any law enforcement agency to follow them. The, the FBI director, James Comey, has been raising uh, red flags about this for well over a year, but has not really gotten the Congress to move on it. You know, one of the things that these, these candidates have been out there saying, and Ted Cruz was one of them, is that the president is not interested in protecting the U.S. from ISIS. Now, think of all the things that the president has told the American people that are not true. He said that our borders are more secure than ever. That's just not true. He claimed after Gaddafi and Mubarak were gone that the Middle East would be safer than it's ever been. That's not true. He also said that ISIS was the JV team. That's not true. Uh, he told us al-Qaeda was on the run. Even, you know, what, what interested me is Diane Feinstein. You know, this whole issue that ISIS is contained, she said, no, it's not. She said, I read the intelligence faithfully, and ISIS is not contained. ISIS is expanding. Hey, listen, as we've discussed before, there are a litany of those things, as you just mentioned, especially the JV and the contained thing most recently, that the Republicans will be pleased to uh, throw in the face not only of, of President Obama, but whoever the Democratic nominee is. And if it happens to be Hillary Clinton, then for the Republicans, I would think uh, they would uh, figure that's even the better uh, part of that political equation. Even last Saturday night in the debate in Iowa, Hillary Clinton was on the defensive about foreign policy, in a sense, being forced to defend the policy choices of the Obama administration. Obviously, she was the uh, Secretary of State for the first term, and so she was very closely linked to that, and you could see both Bernie Sanders and Martin O'Malley pushing back on her over those items. When you look at the list of people, you have the FBI Director James Comey, you have James Clapper saying that, that he would expect ISIS to infiltrate the refugee uh, community, uh, the State Department spokesman John Kirby admitting that it's possible for ISIS uh, to sneak through the refugee program, and the assistant director for the FBI, Michael Steinbeck, he told the Homeland Security hearing that he was concerned that Syrian refugees would pose a greater risk to, Ameri risk to Americans. Uh, Mike McCall, the House Homeland Security Committee chair, he said that these terrorists would exploit the refugee community, and yet the president is pushing through with all of this. If you were even charitable, the president at best is gambling with the lives of the American people by not listening to his own intelligence community and advisors. Again, in the hallways here, uh, Republicans making that case repeatedly, Sean, but in listening to Democrats and listening, obviously, to the White House, I just don't sense, right now at least, on the playing field, I do not sense that Democrats are getting weak in the knees about this, uh, but obviously that could always change if any example was found. But for now, they're defending what the president's decided to do on this and saying that enough checks can be undertaken. Loretta Lynch at a hearing today trying to assure lawmakers that was the case, but I, I, I just gave from that hearing that Republicans were I would think the narrative, though, is going to get a, a little more intense. Jeff Sessions' office has released uh, information about immigrants from Bangladesh and Ghana and Sudan and Bosnia and Yemen and Somali and, and Saudi Arabia. And All I can tell you is that the Democrats, again, this is like on the Obama health law, this is like on a number of other issues. While the Republicans feel like they have points and they're scoring with them, the Democrats are not breaking with either the White House or the congressional so leadership. So basically we go back to our age-old argument between me and you, and that is whether or not they'd use the power of the purse. Now, I've got to imagine when polls start coming out with the American people, I don't think the American people are going to want to take in Syrian refugees, especially uh, with a vetting system that our own intelligence officials are telling us that would be incomplete, and especially one that would be uh, infiltrated by ISIS, and especially in light of what happened in Paris, and that is one of their refugees was responsible for this attack.
Even you know, I can agree with you on that. But even in the face of polls which showed overwhelming opposition to the Obama health law, did you see the Democrats run? You know, they did not. No, but you know what? You can make the case. What, what year was that? Two thousand and nine. But you can make the case that since then they've lost nine hundred. You are uh, correct about that. They have seats. suffered. Yes, they you're have lost right. six, nearly seventy House seats, and they've lost thirteen Senate seats. It's like everything; things can change. Uh, but the the snapshot today, as we talk in the hallways, mm-hmm. the Republicans feel like this is a, just like you were saying. They think when the polls come out that it will put enough pressure on Democrats and especially those running for re-election next year in the Senate, especially that they'll be able to flip some votes. But I, I haven't seen evidence of that so far. Give it some time. It's still early in this issue. I think one of the most underreported stories is what happened this weekend, and that was five Gitmo detainees that had been held for 13 years. They were released in the midst of all of this. Isn't that if that's not madness, I don't know what is. Yeah. And the uh, the attorney general was asked about it today, and she said that under current law, uh, there is no way that you can shut down uh, Guantanamo Bay under current law and move those detainees. So uh, I think that you'll look for the Republicans to use her exact words. And her exact quote was, let me get this right. It was, the law currently does not allow detainees at Gitmo to be transferred into the United States. So the uh, I, I think a lot of Republicans still worry that the president will try to do something administratively on that. At least today, the attorney general saying in her mind, those detainees cannot be shifted into the U.S. All right, obviously a lot going on in Washington today, and Jamie's been all over it. We appreciate your insight. See you, Sean. And uh, we'll watch this very closely and see which way the winds blow and whether or not Republicans will will uh, have a backbone at the end of the day. We're going to have to watch and see.